In episode 9 of So Say We Travel the Podcast, we will discuss Yogi Bear Jellystone campsites in Central Texas. We've been lucky enough to visit three of the seven RV resorts in Texas, and we'll give you our opinions on each of them. Finally, we will continue our Battlestar Galactica episodes. This week, we're breaking down Season 1, Episode 4. Welcome aboard to So Say We Travel. Hi, I'm Sean. Hi, I'm Charlie. And we are So Say We Travel, and Mm -hmm. this will be Episode 9 of our podcast series. Uh, Nine episodes. Yeah. Trucking right right along. We are. (laughs) Um, This is a very special episode. I think so. And and we'll definitely talk about why that is here in a bit. But Mm -hmm. first of all, I I always want to introduce these by saying why we're doing these podcast Mm -hmm. episodes. Uh, Personally, I believe that knowledge is interchangeable with experience. Mm -hmm. And so through our experiences of not only transitioning from sticks and bricks to full-time RV life, mm-hmm. uh, but now going on as newbies onto the road and yes. full-timing in the Galactica. Yeah. Hopefully by us sharing our experience with you, you can gain some knowledge, mm-hmm. um, avoid some pitfalls of mistakes that we've made across the way. Yeah. Hopefully. Um, and hope, yeah, hopefully. <laughs> and make your experience that a little much, a little bit better. But mm-hmm. also we want to build a community yes. where people can share their experiences with us as well. Absolutely. And we can hopefully gain knowledge from them mm-hmm. as well. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that's the kind of, one of these, epi- these podcast episodes, but again, this one is a very, very special episode, I think, because for lots of reasons. For one, um, it's our first trip uh, as yes, full-time as RVers, yes. <laughs> but I was thinking about it last night. There's a lot of firsts happening that are kind of in line with this. I mm-hmm. remember our first trip period in the mm-hmm. Galactica yeah. was to a certain type of RV, RV resort, Yes, and then our first podcast episode that we ever recorded was at a certain type of our resort. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. And so this is our first. <laughs> I didn't realize that. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's so true. A lot of firsts are kind yeah. of the stars are aligning here. Um, but yeah, so one of our episodes we did before talked about Corps of Engineer campgrounds mm-hmm. and yes. how there was a certain kind of baseline standard that you could expect for them. You could expect space. Mm-hmm. You could expect some kind of peace and quiet. Yeah. Um, but that was indirect. But there was certain amenities that you wouldn't get at these Corps of Engineer websites because right. they were federal programs. Right other side of the spectrum you have these, <laughs> way other side <laughs> these rv resorts yes. that are absolutely loaded with amenities, amenities. Yes. and one of the more popular ones one that we've had the pleasure of visiting three times are the yogi bear jellystone, jellystone rv, RV resorts, resorts. Mm-hmm. and that's actually where we're at right yeah. now mm-hmm. at the one in kerrville texas but mm-hmm. our very first trip in the galactica as a family when we were still weekend warriors was to our uh yogi bear jellystone in Fredericksburg. Fredericksburg. Mm-hmm. And then our first podcast episode that we recorded yeah. was at the uh, Yogi Bear Jellystone Ivory Resort in Canyon Lake. Canyon Lake. Yes. And here we are on our first trip as full timers mm-hmm. at the RV, uh, Yogi Bear Jellystone in Kerrville. Yes. So I just think about the last time that that's pretty awesome. It is. Very, yeah. Very, very I cool. didn't realize that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So um, we're just going to talk a little bit about the overall kind of Jellystone parks, like what mm-hmm. the baseline expectation you have for those, and then kind of give you our opinions on the individual parks that we've had the pleasure of visiting. Mm-hmm. And we've had a lot of conversations with people here at mm-hmm. this one and at the other ones that yeah. have been to other ones that have given us some kind of insights to what they're like. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we think we're coming from a pretty informed position I think so. on kind of what you can get on a Jellystone resorts mm-hmm. in Texas. In Texas yeah. Um, but yeah, so just some baseline history. Uh, the Yogi Bear Jellystone Camp Resorts were founded in 1969 by Doug Hag and Robert Borkovitz. And a buddy of mine, Matt, he actually, uh, with Vincent Van Gostagram, he actually told me the story of 
how it was actually founded. So apparently Doug and Robert were just cruising down the road and they saw all these pop-up campers and everything and mm -hmm. just how innovators think. He was yeah. just like, these families are going to traveling locations to camp. Mm -hmm. We need to make a place that is an all-inclusive yeah. destination that they want to go to bring their RVs to. Mm -hmm. And thus the, you know, the inception of uh, Jellystone was born. Mm -hmm. uh, and so you, we had the big question of how, how did they get, because back in 69, Hanna-Barbera was king, like had all these huge cartoons yeah. and Yogi Bear and all these characters. Mm -hmm. um, the Flintstones, Hanna-Barbera, you know, oh, that, yeah. they're massive. How did they yeah. get these massive syndicated characters to... The license, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> somehow they did. They negotiated the deal, the inner workings. They but um, So that's, they kind of franchised and they made program. There are currently 79 licensed campgrounds located in 30 states and three provinces. So these are also in Canada as well. Mm -hmm. um, some baseline expectations that you can have for these places is that they're going to be themed with Yogi Bear elements. They provide instant recognition for the brand. Um, apparently estimated 2 million campers stay at these every year. And you notice it. Oh, yeah. You notice it. Yeah, they're always full. <laughs> yes. But our experience this time has been different since the last one. Slightly, yes. slightly different. We'll yes. talk about why. Mm -hmm. um, a prospective campground must have certain standards for a coming Yellowstone Park. They are required to have a minimum of 70 campsites and cabins. So there you go. It's mm -hmm. not going to be a small. It has to be large. It's going to be large. Mm -hmm. um, but they have to have first class restroom facilities. They have to have a laundry facility. They have, have, to, have to have a retail store. So if you forget something, you can't expect for a store to be at the Jellystone where you can pick up snacks, ice, <laughs> charcoal, yes. you know, those things are going to be there. Mm -hmm. um, has to be at least a thousand square feet. That's what this says. Crazy. That's wow. Pretty big. Yeah. Yeah. So mm -hmm. they have to require to have a swimming pool, game room, children's playground, video theater, covered pavilion. Uh, so you see as a baseline expectation, these things are meant to be sort of opulent. Yeah. You know, you come here, it's meant to be an experience and have a right. great time. Mm -hmm. And definitely ours have certainly been. But mm -hmm. those are the minimum requirements. But what those minimum requirements look like and how far people go above the requirements mm -hmm. makes the difference from one park to the it other. Does, and yes. we'll definitely get, get into that here. Mm -hmm. So our first trip, our first Jellystone we ever visited was the Jellystone RV resort in Fredericksburg. Mm -hmm. So what are your knee-jerk reaction thoughts about that experience? Uh, well, first experience being there, um, I mean, it was awesome. You know, like it was a, it was our first trip as a family. Mm -hmm. We um, actually took uh, one of Peyton's friends with us because like, it was her birthday. So yes. it was like a celebration of her, 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 her birthday. So um, as a family, it was really fun. It was lots of fun. We had the swimming pool. It was September. Um, so it was hot, so we could enjoy all the amenities. We were outside, you know, the swimming pool. Um, we played, they had a splash pad there too. Mm -hmm. Um, and so it was, yeah, I mean, it was nice because, because uh, it was our first camping trip, you know, as a family. Um, and so it was lots of fun for, for those reasons. And, yep. um, I mean, this was the first Jellystone that we've been to uh, mm -hmm. as, as well. So, um, what else do we do? They had like a wine tasting one night that yes. was pretty nice. <laughs> Um, I remember yeah. you pulled in, you checked in, you came up with a little tiny winerita. The winerita, yes. yes. I was like, Whoa, <laughs> and what? Yes. You're like, what is that? <laughs> and I'm like, it's a winerita. <laughs> Apparently they're serving these, uh, I think it was that night or the, the next night. Yes. Um, they were doing wine tastings. They were serving those winaritas. Um, they had uh, a band there. So they really were playing cool, music. Really cool, fun band. Yes. Um, and all the kids, you know, running around playing and, mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And we, it's, that one in comparison to the other ones, was the smallest one that we've been to. We didn't know that. Then. We didn't know that at the mm -hmm. time. 
Um, and so it was, everything was kind of right there, you know, like we could, in, we could just walk out of the, the camper and like everything was right there and it was mm-hmm. really, really close. Certainly. Um, so that was convenient too. Cause I think we went to the pool at one time and I think we forgot something. So it was an easy walk back, you know, to get something and then go straight back to the pool. Cause it was, like I said, it was, it was all right, right there. there. Yes. Um, and then the, having that little convenience store was nice too. Cause I think we did get mm-hmm. stuff for s'mores or something. Yep. I think well, we, it, I know we forgot something. We went to the store and mm-hmm. we got we got something from that store. So that was nice to have. Yes. Um, as well. Um, yeah, that was, that was kind of my view of it. Yeah. It was small. It was small. Uh, backing it in, getting the trailer in there. Yes. I mean, that was yeah. the first time you backed in it in the trailer. You like yes. had to back it up. And mm-hmm. so that was, I mean, I'll, I'll let you tell that story. Well, yeah. I mean, it was, it was the first time backing it in. I was already nervous, you mm-hmm. know, um, didn't have that much experience backing it up anywhere. Right. Cause we, even in the storage, when we put it away, it was a pull through. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but we had watched all the videos of techniques and things you can do. So mm-hmm. I felt relatively prepared, just mm-hmm. had to execute. Um, but then you got there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it and it's slow. just like, God, the spaces are so tight. Yeah. I think the only reason that I, as a novice, it's probably a more experienced driver could have done it with no problem. Mm-hmm. But the only reason I was, only way I was able to get into it is because the, the lot across from us, mm-hmm. across the street was empty. Yeah. So I was but, able. Yeah. Not only were they, they tight, like in comparison to being next to each other, but the, 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 across the roadway was, was so very, slim. very narrow. And it was a dirt road, wasn't mm-hmm. paved. Um, so I, I was able to pull straight across and then back straight in. And so you wouldn't have been able to do that if somebody was already in yeah, that Already side. there, definitely. And then there was an accident later that night. Mm-hmm. Someone came through. We were, we were, we're 30 feet, right? Mm-hmm. He was probably about, he wasn't much longer not than much us. longer, probably 34, 36. Mm-hmm. And he hit someone just trying to make the turn because their RV was too far out into the curb. And he didn't, I don't he know didn't, if he, I, he, I don't think he made the turn wide enough, Yeah. but then there was cars on the parked, other side. Yeah. Parked around really that, cramped. that site mm-hmm. right on the corner, which mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you can't, can't blame them, but you can't, you can't blame the guy either yeah. because it was just a bad situation. Yeah. So, that's nitpicking. But then come to find out that that guy actually had like literally bought the RV that day and that day that and day. drove it to the site. So he yes. was a he was a noob. He was more as of a well. noob than we were. Yes. Great. <laughs> yes. Um, but it was it was great. It was exactly it was. what we needed it was, at the yeah. time. Um, and they had all the amenities there. Mm-hmm. They had a splash pad. They had the outside pool. They had a hot tub outside, which I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> it was in the sun. Yeah. It wasn't even shaded. <laughs> like the little kids are in there just sweating. Like Yeah. It wasn't what? that hot though. Like the hot tub itself wasn't that no, hot. No, no, no. It was warm. <laughs> it was warm. But it's it was like lukewarm jumping bath into water. warm water. <laughs> yeah, warm bath water on a summer day. Yeah. It was, but uh it was a blast. Like in mm-hmm. it was the first time we were out there as family. You'd never forget the first trip, you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah, so it would always be special. But as we visited other jellystones, you start to realize, ooh, you know, that yeah, <laughs> this this could have been way better. Um, there were no golf carts. Not for that one. Because I guess the park is so, so, small, so small, you don't yeah. need it. And yeah. to me personally, having experienced other parks, I'm gonna go ahead and put that as a that was a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I like walking everywhere. I have no mm-hmm. problem walking anywhere. I think it maintains more the peace and quiet mm-hmm. when people are walking places as opposed to motorized things going around. Yeah. Um, and we'll talk again why that may be a downside for you on at these other parks. I mean, to. I think that's a big part of this lifestyle anyways. You know, make you, you enjoy the outdoors, mm-hmm. you know, so you want to be outside. You want to be walking around. I mean, a golf cart's just kind of like another car, you yeah, know, like yeah. to, to get in and yeah. to go. And that, that's mm-hmm. not really why, why a lot of us are in this lifestyle. Yep. It's because we like to be outside. We like to be a part of, 
you know, what's going on and, mm-hmm. and, and walking, mm-hmm. you know, gives you that. So it is, an, it's in every way a resort. Yes. Um, that one's just a little more rough. Mm-hmm. Currently says on the website that they're under construction, they're developing, that are growing. I think all of them do this. I think it's a nice spot, though, because it's in Fredericksburg, which yeah. is a really nice touristy area. You know, they have the wineries that you can go and visit. They have a lot of breweries around there. Mm-hmm. I mean, Fredericksburg is a touristy mm-hmm. town. Mm-hmm. You know, you go there any day of the week and there's hundreds of people walking Just around, walking around. Um, because it's it's a touristy town. So it's a, it's a nice little location for, for that reason, too. Yeah, the amenities are not as as much as the other ones are mm-hmm. but it's fact that the where it's at you know mm-hmm. and it's so close i think it's only like a 10 minute drive to get to fredericksburg it was much more of a homey feel mm-hmm. there was like one or two people that were working that you saw at the front mm-hmm. you know um so it's again it felt much more homey more mm-hmm. country um and these are individually owned and franchised from what i understand right i think so yeah mm-hmm. and so it's just a different vibe. Mm-hmm. Like they're, they have a mini golf course, but it would just sit up in the parking lot yeah. out in front. Um, Something else that we've noticed too, is that they have the the ones that we've been to have things going on, like activities yes. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. The one in Freshersburg did not have that. Yeah. Scheduled activities. Mm-hmm. I just don't think they had the staff. Right. I really don't think they had the staff to, mm-hmm. ma- you know, maintain those things. They did have this really nice game room mm-hmm. and it was all kind of this wood kind of rustic looking. Mm-hmm. It was very, very beautiful space, but there was no one in there. No right. one was facilitating these activities. Mm-hmm. The only thing that was really was going on was the, pool mm-hmm. the splash pad and the uh, the little drink bar with mm-hmm. the the black top for the wineries yeah. and the dancing to be fair this was right at the height of yeah covid it was in september so yeah. yeah so i imagine there could be more staff that they had employed mm-hmm. um so maybe they just weren't coming to work because maybe. of covid mm-hmm. you know they were they were running on you know skeleton crew mm-hmm. but either way it's Great experience, just totally different vibe. So if you're looking for something more out of the way, close to a really cool touristy mm-hmm. town, um, little tighter, little smaller, everything's in the walking distance. The washrooms are really nice. They were. Mm-hmm. That, like those minimum standard things they have to have were really, yeah. really, the store was great. Mm-hmm. The washrooms were nice. Mm-hmm. Um, the covered pavilion was tiny. It was. Yeah. But they did have this giant field. Like a stage too over there. Yeah. They and they had a giant something. field and they had the, what's that ball pit? Gaga ball. Gaga ball pit. You Gaga. Know. Yeah, Gaga yeah, ball. Yeah, yeah. So it, they've got some definitely, definitely reasons to go mm-hmm. in and visit that one. Yeah. And again, distance makes a world of a difference. Mm-hmm. So if you're coming from the north, that's going to be the closest one to you, I think. Is it? I'm not sure. What do you mean coming from the north? Like from Dallas, like us, like where we're at in the north. Mm-hmm. If you're coming from the south or if you live in Austin, oh, yeah. they're all mm-hmm. equal distance. But if you're coming from somewhere, going mm-hmm. to the Fredericksburg one might be a little closer to you than canyon lake or guadalupe river right mm-hmm. yeah so if mileage is an issue for you that might be the park for you the one to go to mm-hmm. um but enough about jeff Fredericksburg. it was great and it was our first trip yeah um we weren't even doing podcasts then no we were just living the life yeah yeah <laughs> but the next one we went to uh the jellystone and canyon lake mm-hmm. knee-jerk reactions on that one go uh i feel like that one was extremely tight um, the yes. spot that we were in was really, really tight. And mm-hmm. I think we got lucky because we got there first before anybody else around oh, us did. Yeah. Um, and so we were able to position ourselves where we wanted to be. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the people that came after us that were right next to us had to do a lot of like figuring out where to mm-hmm. position their mm-hmm. RV because mm-hmm. even putting our slide out, it was like right on top of them. Yes. And so if we had gotten there later, I think it would have been an uncomfortable experience. Um, but we did position ourselves a far enough back from the site to where they could be, 
they could position themselves the other way far mm -hmm. enough back. And mm -hmm. then that way we could both have our slides out and be comfortable. Um, we actually didn't hook up sewer at that one because we were so far from it. So we dumped before we left. We dumped, yeah, when we, we pulled left. Pulled up, dumped, and then left. Yeah, yeah mm -hmm. because that's how small like, and tight it was. And that was to accommodate the other people. Right. You know, mm -hmm. which I, I personally don't think that should be a, a responsibility of... It shouldn't be ours, of, but I mean, the, what, what we did, we took the initiative yeah, to yeah. to make sure that the people next to us could be comfortable well. As well. also, when we give you give them more space, it kind of protects yourself in a way. Mm -hmm. If you get them more, give them more space to operate, that's less chance that they will hit and damage your things. Right. You know? So it yeah. was kind of a... So though, I mean, that was, the, that was my first response to that was, mm -hmm. oh my gosh, this is extremely tight. Mm -hmm. Um and then as far as being there though it was i mean it was it was it was a lot of fun yes. we were there for like four days i think we were at fredericksburg the same amount of time too it was like mm -hmm. four days mm -hmm. um but it was kind of cold because it was a uh, it was in april so it was around easter so it was still kind of cold um so we couldn't use too many of the amenities that they had there um they had a, a, like slides and water parks and stuff too but it, it was way too cold so we used the indoor pool a lot and that's they did not have an indoor pool at at Fredericksburg, yeah, so this they was did something not. new for us. It was like, right. oh, indoor pool, cool. Indoor pool, yeah. yeah. So we could still go and have, you know, a fun, good time because mm -hmm. they had that pool. Um, and we spent a lot of time there. We did. We we spent a lot of time in the indoor pool. Um, but at that one, they had activities going yes. on, which the other one did not. Um, so there was a uh, app that you could download, mm -hmm. and so I downloaded the app, and it's it's called Campers app. And so you check in when you get there. And then it has a list of every single day that you're there. It has all the activities and everything that are going on. So we did a lot. We did like candy bar bingo was yes. one of them. We did the tie dye shirts yes. was another one. Mm -hmm. um, what else do we do? I think that was it. There wasn't too uh, many uh, activities going on. I feel like there no, was, we did the, we, they, they were well, we saw out. the hayride. We saw like we, we didn't do them, but we saw that oh, the things yeah. were going mm -hmm. on. And the park is it's tight. You know, it's. It's not as small as Fredericksburg, mm -hmm. but they pack a lot into a, a much mm -hmm. slightly bigger space. Mm -hmm. So anything going on, you can see it. Mm -hmm. You know, like the, the, when they did the hay rides, yeah. when they did the the water gun mm -hmm. fight, all the you know the wet hay rides, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, you you weren't doing it per se, but you were kind of a part of it because it, it was yeah. taking place. Yeah. Yeah, but again, I feel like they didn't have. Uh, too many activities going on throughout the day. Mm -hmm. You know, there's just a, a, a few here and there. Mm -hmm. um, so we did a few of those. Um, and yeah, I mean, that was, that was my kind of first reaction yeah, to yeah. it. We, that was in one of the, the, that was the first episode. And mm -hmm. I think we only had the headsets to record. We didn't have a microphone. Right. So, but it was a good thing that we did have the headsets mm -hmm. because like the people right across right from us. there yeah, yeah. when so, they got there <laughs> yeah it's just how that's how tight these are this an expectation to have when going to these rv resorts mm -hmm. the jellystone ones they're gonna be... i think we did have to stop a lot when we were recording because yeah. um i mean they were like right there like setting up their their rv so we did have to stop a lot mm -hmm. <laughs> to, to get it set up because it, it like you said it they were right there they were packing them in there mm -hmm. um but overall though it was it was definitely a better experience better they had more stuff mm -hmm. than fredericksburg mm -hmm. but oh something um about that one was that was the first trip that we took the, i don't think it was the first trip that we took the dogs but we had the dogs on that one mm -hmm. and i feel like there was really no place for the dogs yeah. to go yeah. um we kind of had to make shift little areas for them to go you know mm -hmm. walk around and go to the bathroom mm -hmm. they really didn't have any kind of areas for for dogs um to go to the bathroom and, and walk around because pretty much every 
space they have there is being used, right? They're, it's either um, a playground or that Gaga ball pit washroom. or something, the washroom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like every space that they have is being used by something. So there's not a lot of area for the dogs. They did have a hiking trail. They did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember seeing the kind of the walk off for that. Yeah, but um, I mean, I don't feel like a walking trail is a good area for, for you to take, take your, your dog, dog to use the bathroom. Point. Like yeah, they, yeah. They, yeah. they really should have designated areas for that. Mm-hmm. That way, you know, you're not walking and enjoying a hike. You know, with your dogs, you know, going to the bathroom, and then you have to carry the, the poop bags and stuff around. You know, yeah. so it's it's nice to have an area that's designated to go to the bathroom. Yeah, that way, right. you can throw the the poop away and stuff like that. Yes, <laughs> but it, yeah, that's totally true. I didn't even think about the dogs. That was was that the first only time we brought them with us? I can't remember. I don't think it was the first time. Yeah, but um, it was the first. We didn't take them to the Fredericksburg one. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was the Jellystone and Canyon Lake. I mean, but it it was in Canyon Lake. And mm-hmm. what road is it off of? Like, if you look through the trees, you can see. It's right along the the river. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember the the road. There, that was. Highway. I think it was three hundred six is the highway that it's on. The one the one thing that again Fredericksburg it is out of the way. Mm-hmm. You're in wine country. The only road that runs by is what road is that? Two ninety. Two ninety. You know. So if you're positioned in a certain place, you won't see it. Right. You it's know? not close to the highway yeah. at all. And then you get into Canyon Lake, though, and it's tucked, like, right in the middle of a little mm-hmm. a town out yeah. there. And so like, and it's not far off of 35 yeah. either. So you could see, you know, if you look through the certain ways, you know, like, you could see, like, other buildings, mm-hmm. like, other shops. Yeah. You know, like, little takes you a little bit out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, they did have golf carts, but I didn't. Not too many people were using them. I don't. Th- I don't. I feel don't like think they were. just the staff had the golf carts. Mm-hmm. I can't remember, but I don't think too many people were using them. Mm-hmm. Um, again, it wasn't that large, right? So I don't think it was necessary. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we'll get into where we are right now. We're at uh, Yogi Bear Jellystone and Guadalupe River yes. in Kerrville, Texas. Kerrville, Texas. Um, and so each lot that we stayed at, mm-hmm. so the one in Fredericksburg was tiny. But I think that's because all the spaces in Fredericksburg were tiny. I think so. But one thing we did notice is that in Canyon Lake, mm-hmm. like, you know, they have much bigger sites. We're like, yes. <gasps> so so yeah, the site we stayed at was pretty small. But when we were walking around, they had like some concrete slab ones, like, and I was like, those? that looks nice. Yes. Um, and so they those ones were big. They were spaced out. Yes. Um, and they had like a fire pit and a picnic table mm-hmm. and and stuff like that. So I was like. I'm going to get one of those next time yes. we book one of these trips because that looks really nice. And you get what you pay for. Yes. And, so- and I mean, at first, you know, because the first couple of trips that I booked, I was like, you know, I wasn't trying to splurge or anything like that. So I was like, oh, we'll just get, you know, the regular site and it, and, and it'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but when we went to the one in Canyon Lake and how small and tiny and I'm pretty sure I have to go back and look, but I'm pretty sure I paid for a premium site. And I think premium meant that it was close to the water park. I don't think it meant that it was. Slab. Well, I knew it wasn't a concrete slab. I knew it wasn't that. But I, I there were like spots below the one that I got. And ours was. And ours was really, really small, like teeny, yeah. teeny tiny. Yeah. So, um, yeah. If we were any bigger, I don't think we would have fit. And we're only 30 feet. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, so walking around, I was like, I'm going to splurge and get one of those concrete slab sites next time. Just And, and we did. Yes, and we did. This uh... <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. Yeah, so we're now at, at the one in Kerrville. Mm-hmm. Um, and I definitely wanted to splurge on this trip because this is going to be our first trip as full timers. Mm-hmm. Um, so I definitely wanted to splurge. Well, let's I want to talk about that, you know, because okay. we meant to do it at the beginning, but I didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, this has been a 
unique experience in itself because mm-hmm. I remember one of the things we were so excited about was not having to pack a bag. Yes. You it's know, been fun. yeah. So <laughs> I still haven't wrapped my mind around the fact. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't. Th- I don't think it's not real to me yet. Yeah, I don't think so either. You know, like yeah. it's, if we if we had the we didn't have anywhere to be on Monday, we could just pay more money and just stay here and yeah. not have to worry about like a home to go to mm-hmm. or. Yes. Yeah. So it's been it's been a whole nother experience as far as going on vacation with your entire house yes um because like you said you don't have to pack a bag we didn't have to pack anything we didn't have to forget anything mm-hmm. um and so yeah it's just it's it's been pretty awesome just really to experience cool. that really cool and it's so relieving yeah. it takes so much of the stress that was another thing i was you know people i imagine people worry about this, but I, I have the concern too, is just living on the road, living on the road and mm-hmm. the stress traveling. You know, when you travel, you're always stressed out. Mm-hmm. Like, so if your life is constantly traveling, mm-hmm. you imagine you constantly are in that heightened state of like stress. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. I feel like this has been less because you're not, you don't worry about packing anything, mm-hmm. you know, like aside I from I remember the drive. before when we were getting ready for the, for the trips, I would do most of the, the stuff getting ready and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But you had to get ready one time, um, I think, because I was working. And so I like I made a checklist, mm-hmm. right? So much stuff. And it was it was a lot of stuff like this. this I had this checklist that I had to send him of all the stuff to do mm-hmm. um, to get ready for a trip. And we didn't have to do that this nope. time. I mean, we have, you know, the obviously we have to pack the RV and get it ready to travel and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But as far as like having packing certain things and getting you know certain items ready like plugging in the rv and making sure the fridge is on like the day before um none of that stuff has to be done nope you just make sure everything's in a neat little place so it's not going to move around and Mm -hmm. then you just go yep and we brought maddie's bikes we brought the water filters it all fit just fine Mm -hmm. like i mean we're still downsizing you never finish downsizing still refining what do we need to actually use this things like that Mm -hmm. but it's been so liberating yeah it's so freeing i think it was really cool actually yesterday um because with the umbrella we have an umbrella and so we're still kind of learning how to how to get it to stay Mm -hmm. um so we like built this little contraption to get the umbrella to stay um but it actually flew out and so i was like well maybe drill some holes in it and put the zip tie in it to kind of keep it steady or whatever Mm -hmm. and he's like yeah that's a good idea so he just went and grabbed his his drill yeah yeah because it it was here you know like we didn't have to worry about oh i don't have my drill with me yeah i'll I'll do when i get home yeah exactly he's just like no let's just do it now and so he drilled the hole in it and we tried to you know anchor the the umbrella a little bit so i thought that was really cool i Mm -hmm. thought that was neat um just having like all of your stuff here you know, it's not like you said. It's not something that he could take care of when he gets home. Just everything, take care of it now. Everything is here. Like, yeah, like know, literally, we have everything that we, we got, own. We got right the here Wi-Fi. We picked our internet. We got the Wi-Fi going. So it's not like we're searching for Wi-Fi. Literally, we are pretty self-contained. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, it's a great feeling. Mm-hmm. It really is. And so I was thinking about just how this is what. No, we're not going to RV resorts, but we will be going to campsites mm-hmm. or boondocking somewhere. This is the process. Mm-hmm. You know, and. I'm thinking about what this process will look like in different scenarios. And mm-hmm. I was like, you know, if we, if we, we only drove what, 300 miles, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and it took us about three hours, mm-hmm. you know, and some change. So if we planned just to travel, to move mm-hmm. 300 miles every two weeks, you know, and that's our life. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. then this is that we've done it. This is the process. We drive about three and a half hours. We mm-hmm. get to where we're going. We set up, we stay there for two weeks. 
get the RV ready to go, pack yeah. it up, you know, just like, mm-hmm. of course, and you deal with the crises that pop up along the way, but that's the rotation. And I'm like, I am, I'm here for it. Yeah. I am here for it. So ready to go. Mm-hmm. And uh, apologize for kind of cutting in the middle. I wanted to do that at the beginning of the episode yeah. as our update. I might cut it and put it up there anyway. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so now back to, it's through those lens, through that lens that we are now experiencing uh, Kerrville, Guadalupe River, Jellystone. Yes. And uh, it's been so good. Yes. She got a the big site. I got the RV red carpet <laughs> site is what it's called. Um, it was It's the best one that she can get. It's the highest one up there. Oh, <laughs> so I definitely splurged for that one. Yes. Um, it is but ridiculously it's, massive. It's pretty nice. Yeah. Um, so originally, though, we were actually closer to the amenities um, because when I first booked it, I only booked it for like four days, four or five days, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I actually wanted to extend our stay um, to a whole week. Um, so in the process of trying to get our stay extended, we actually had to move um, sites. Um, but I actually like this one better. I think this one where we're at is a lot better than where we would have been because we would have been on the other side closer to the amenities, which would have been fine. But this one is kind of back away from the amenities, um, which I actually like because we're actually right in front of the rec center. Mm-hmm. And so that's where all the stuff's going on. And so we just send Maddie over there like all the time going and doing the stuff. So I kind of like being in the spot that we're at. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's got its ups and its downsides. And mm-hmm. for, I mean, the downs are like nothing though. I mean, like, <laughs> uh, Okay, well, in yes, comparison, I know what you're, you're absolutely right. In you're comparison, yeah. in comparison, it is an RV resort. <laughs> it is. Um, it is not our. It's not our Granger spot. No. Where we're out of the no, way it's and not. it's quiet and it's peaceful. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a resort. It has. It's the biggest one that we've been to in comparison to the three. It's, it's the, massive. It's the biggest it's one. Massive. I think there's like over a hundred and fifty sites here or something mm-hmm. like that. There's a lot. Yes. Um, with cabins too. It's like cabins and um. RV sites. The water park is huge. It's it, a water park. It's an actual water park. It yeah, there's four park. slides. Yes. There's a kid area with the whole, you know, dumping of the the water barrel. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's one, two, three, four pools yeah. all together. Good grief. Yeah, because yes. there's, there's two, like, just kind of, like, wading pools, kid areas. Mm-hmm. Then there's a sports one that has, like, a basketball goal. And st- well, actually has three basketball goals. Um, and then there's an the indoor pool and the hot tub. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's it's huge, it's massive. And the uh, the rec center and and mm-hmm. washrooms, they're huge. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're spaced out too. There. So the rec center and stuff is not close to the the water park. It's actually on the other side. And these are legit roads, like two lane. The roads around everything mm-hmm. are two lane. Like you can do coming and going. Two large yeah. vehicles, two RVs could pass on these, and we've not mm-hmm. seen that at canyon lake or fredericksburg that was not god that was not even feasible you know, it was like one way because oh, man, there was yeah. no way that yeah, she yeah. could get through so this is just this is just a massive mm-hmm. uh jellystone it's mm-hmm. huge um and with that you get the space but you also get the traffic and the people mm-hmm. and then with that introduces again the distance is so large <laughs> that people don't want to walk anywhere no, so and everyone drives a golf cart, cart. <laughs> <laughs> which you might hear and so we apologize because yes. we're we're right by the road yes. um we're not kind of far away so if you hear them then we apologize but there's there's so many of them everybody yes. has one here and it's the uh we got this really great spot and you know when you're on a corner spot you get all of the grass essentially mm-hmm. that's your yard you know yeah. you're not hindered by another thing being next to you so that's a plus of this spot but only fortunately we're right on the corner so you got there's a lot of traffic in- intersection yeah. you know so and if it was just people walking wouldn't be that big of a deal but mm-hmm. it's like once a certain type like we tried to get this 
recording. This is the earliest podcast recording we've ever done, trying to beat the, the rush before people wake up. Because I know, like, come noon, mm-hmm. the, everybody's going to be going yeah, around. The, the traffic's going to be nonstop with the, yeah. go, the golf carts. Um, but nitpicking. There's staff everywhere. There is. And every single one I've met and had a conversation with, it's like you look, okay, did you work at Chick-fil-A at some point in your life? <laughs> yeah. You know, because they are ridiculously and we didn't, friendly and And helpful. we didn't get that at the other ones, no, I feel like. Um, I don't think they had the bodies for it. I don't think they had the staff. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I definitely think that too. Um, so yeah, it, that was a different experience in itself because um, we noticed just how friendly everybody was. Every mm-hmm. single person we've talked to mm-hmm. has been nice. Um, waving, you know, yes. all the time when they go by. And they're familiar. Like we've been here. Oh, that's another thing I, we didn't mention with the... We've been here for a week. A week. We got here on a Sunday and we're, we don't leave till tomorrow. We don't leave until tomorrow. (laughs) It got to be like Tuesday and you get that itch of like, okay, we got to start breaking things down. You're like, wait, no, we still have five more days. (laughs) Yeah. It was just another experience in itself too, because we were here during the week. um, And so it was, Mm -hmm. it was not as packed. Um, It's still summertime. It's August. So Mm -hmm. it was still, there's still a lot of people here, but Mm -hmm. it wasn't as packed as like a weekend Mm -hmm. is. So that was kind of nice too, because we, we went to the pool and, you know, Yes. Got a spot. Yes. And, you know, because you have to get there early to get a table and, and chairs and stuff if you want them. So mm. it was nice during the week when we would go because uh, we could we could set up. Um, so that was an experience in itself, too. Just not having not being around as many people during the week. Yeah, definitely. And it, to see the to see the crowd leave because mm-hmm. we got there on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. So we had the crowd leave. We saw them leave on Monday, mm-hmm. Tuesday, and it really thinned out Wednesday and Thursday. Wednesday and Thursday. But mm-hmm. also to watch the new crowd start yeah. to come in. It is like, this is going to be our life when we're full time. Yeah. So like you watch the, you know, the people leave and then yeah. the, I'm the sure it's even, warriors. I'm sure it's even better uh, a little bit further into the year too, yes. like September timeframe when everybody is, you know, back to school and mm-hmm. work and stuff like that. Yes. So I'm excited to experience it. Yeah. At that time so too. It's, <laughs> it's been a lot of first for this trip. It's been really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, the, res- the, the resort is really, really nice. Yeah. This one, um, there's activities all day long. Like, they hour, had, on the you, hour, you download like, the app yeah mm-hmm. and on the app every single hour there's something going on mm-hmm. they've been doing tattoos they've been doing ceramics painting they've been doing the tie-dye and mm-hmm. the the fabric paint too if you don't want to do the tie-dye mm-hmm. um they had roller skating the other night the kids had a lot of fun with that Foam party foam party mm-hmm. <laughs> yes last night they had a dj at the rec center yep. um and then tonight i think they have a live band as yep. well um so it's there's a lot going on here yes um, wasn't always that way. We were talking with some people. Mm-hmm. Apparently this lot used to be a little stop off biker bar combo, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but they bought it out, like changed it to mm-hmm. a smaller jelly stone and mm-hmm. then re- I don't think it was a jelly stone. I think they changed it into park. some kind of RV like yeah. park. Um, and it didn't have like the water park and stuff like mm-hmm. that, but it had like some, of some of the little smaller amenities so it's grown and blown mm-hmm. up and it's it's absolutely beautiful like it is um but it again it it depends on what you're looking for right mm-hmm. we've done the campsites where you're camping camping i would say one slight step above boondocking mm-hmm. um out at the coe sites mm-hmm. and then the other side of the spectrum is you get these rv resorts and, right. and you get what you pay for i right. think um and we've had an absolute blast at all three of them mm-hmm. this kerrville one has been a really special trip for us simply yeah. because we're full timing now and it changes everything about your camping experience mm-hmm. and um just great amenities great activities great staff uh they do a trash pickup 
Oh yeah, that's that kind of blew nice. me away. I saw people when we forgot here the first day. There was just bags of trash sitting everywhere, and you're like, "What? What's going on here?" So I'm going. I'm driving. I put trash on the back of the truck. And I'm driving. I asked the dude. I'm like, "Hey man, uh, where's the dumpster where I go put my trash?" He's like, "Oh no, dude, just you know, no, it's okay, sir. Just send it out at your RV lot. We'll come and pick it up. You know." And yeah. I was like, "What?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was that was new. Yeah, and so, it's all day too. It's not like you have to have certain times. Mm-hmm. Like you just from like I think it's eight to six or eight to seven, mm-hmm. um, all day long. You yep. you just put your trash out, and they have people coming around and so pick my, it up. Yeah, I, I kind of see that, and I'm saying I wish they kind of did have times because I don't want to look at bags of trash just sitting around all day. But being here for a week, it's not been obnoxious or out of control. No, it hasn't. It hasn't. I mean, they're constantly driving by yeah. all day long. Yeah, they stay on top of it pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, they do have one big pickup in the morning. So if you're an early riser, you may see more bags mm-hmm. than than most people see through the day. Mm-hmm. Like we are right now. The dogs get us up pretty early. Yeah. So we, we go and we see up before a lot of the people wake up. So there's a lot of trash before they do their one big run in the morning mm-hmm. and then they kind of maintain through the day mm-hmm. and it's not really that noticeable at all. Um, yeah. So the staff does a really, really great job. They're great with the kids. They're mm-hmm. their I think their presence at the pool is just one of legal <laughs> requirement. They have people managing the slides. Yeah, that's you know? about it. Yeah. Um, but as far as swimming and stuff like that, yeah. no, they don't have yeah, any lifeguards on duty. They just it, have people for the slides. It is it. really the honor system here where they expect, they have a lot of, they do have rules and expectations in place, but mm-hmm. they just kind of hope that everyone abides by them. They're not really going out as enforcers too much. Yeah. Um, and I think that allows them to be as friendly as they are. We're not, they're not coming across as like mm-hmm. park rangers, yeah. you know, um, trying to shut down Yogi and Boo Boo's party, <laughs> but that's really there's not much more we can say about it. No. Um, it's it's a really nice area out here. I think so. Yeah. We took a drive up to Mo Ranch, mm-hmm. kind of driving through, just checking out the spots. It's mm-hmm. Kerrville's beautiful. It really, is really a nice, nice little area. It's really yeah. nice. Um, so yeah, like hopefully you gain something from us sharing our experiences at three different parks that'll help you make a better choice when choosing which one you want to spend at. Mm-hmm. And again, that's three Yogi Bear Jellystone. RV resorts in Central Texas, Fredericksburg, Canyon Lake, and Guadalupe River, Kerrville. All right, now's that point of the show where we talk about some Battlestar Galactica. This week, we're going to be reviewing and giving our opinions on Season 1, Episode Mm 4, Act of Contrition. This episode was written by Bradley Thompson and David Weddle, and it was directed by Rob Hardy. So, there's one big story. Mm-hmm. that happens in this one yeah. so it doesn't really further the plot too much but you get a lot of depth for the characters mm-hmm. and the story pretty much centers around um adama mm-hmm. cap commander Captain, adama commander adama mm-hmm. lee lee mm-hmm. and then kara yes and kind of their relationship and their dynamic and they're the three really that this episode focuses on there's mm-hmm. But as with anything in Battlestar Galactica, something, of course, they're responding, running from the Cylons, but trying to survive in space Mm -hmm. and being faced with these realities. Like we talked about the water issue, Mm -hmm. you know, this time they're dealing with a whole nother issue, a personnel issue. And that kind of brings that crisis to to bear and you see how they deal with it. Mm -hmm. And that's what introduces kind of this whole thing that happens between the three of them. So, um they lose personnel. How do they lose personnel? So um, there's an accident that happens. Uh, one of the pilots is they're celebrating his thousandth landing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a big celebration. Everybody is kind of, you know, they're they're throwing him around in a wagon and mm-hmm. everybody's like getting prepared. They make it a big, huge deal. And uh, you notice one of the, what is it called? Drones. A, a, but it was a specific type of drone. Calm drone. 
com drone um, is coming loose off of one of the towers that they're all on. Um, and so eventually it breaks. They make it a whole like drama, you know, thing up leading up to it. But one of them breaks, sends it off and it actually flies into the, the, the pilots. pilots. Um, so it kills 13, 13 and wounded seven. Yeah. So it kills 13 of the pilots. So then they're dealt with this crisis of, we have all these Vipers. 40. Um, we have 40 Vipers, and now we only have 21 pilots. Yep. Um, so they're like, we need to train some some people to be mm-hmm. pilots. Um, and so that's kind of the storyline, the basic storyline yes. of, of this episode. We need to get we new bodies to fill. So that is kind of the, the foil mm-hmm. that gets the ball rolling. Right. Just so happens that the person most qualified to train Viper pilots is Starbucks. Is Starbucks. She's the, com- what is it called? She's the commanding... Or no. Combat flight instructor. Combat flight instructor. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yes. So Adama knows this. Mm-hmm. You know, Admiral, uh, Commander Adama knows that she, before all this went crazy, mm-hmm. back when her, you know, she worked her one of her jobs, because she's such a great pilot, mm-hmm. one of her jobs before the Cylons attacked was to train pilots, to mm-hmm. get them certified, basic flight, mm-hmm. flight school, things like that. So yep. he knew this. Um, he did do his research, though. He checked the fleet and found that there were two civilian pilots in the fleet, pilot instructors. Mm-hmm. Um, and... You know, just because he asked her to do it. And she, her first jump's like, I don't want to do it. You don't know why she doesn't want to do it. Yeah. But, but you find like, out. Like, you do find out. Very quickly, you do find out mm-hmm. um, why she doesn't want to do it. But he's like, no, they don't have no combat tactics or anything. I need combat tactics. I need mm-hmm. you. I know, I know you're a great pilot and a great flight instructor. And I know you did right by my son. Because he notices her hesitancy. And he's like, you know, I know. You might have reservations about training anybody to mm-hmm. fly because of what happened with Zach. And for those of you who don't know, Zach died flying a Viper and when he wasn't supposed to because mm-hmm. Starbuck confessed, confessed to Lee in the miniseries mm-hmm. that, that she passed, she passed him, him yes. basic flight and when he wasn't supposed to be passed. Yeah. And the only because reason she, she was in a relationship with him, yes. like that's why mm-hmm. she was actually, you find out in, in this episode that mm-hmm. they were actually engaged yes. um, at the time. And so she didn't want to be the reason that he didn't pass basic flight. So she confesses that to Lee in the mini series. But only because he was not, he was mad at his dad and she was like, it's not right for him to face the end of the world, angry at his dad when I know the truth. Right. And so she revealed it to him so he could let go of his anger. And it made the difference. It, it definitely only problem is that now someone else has her secret. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, um, she goes and she accepts the job because mm-hmm. Adama does Adama what Adama does. He, yeah. get, he gets what he wants. He's yes. just like, you're the best <laughs> you're gonna pilot. You're going to do this. <laughs> and uh, so she's like, okay, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but while they're having this conversation, there's flashes to her and Zach. And when Adama meets Kara for the first time mm-hmm. and, you know, and they're meeting after the funeral for the mm-hmm. first time they meet after the, fun- you know, yeah. after Zach's funeral. And so that's when he finds out, he lets her know that he knows that they were engaged and, mm-hmm. He adopts her as his daughter in that moment. He, my son loved you, so I love you. That's all that matters. Um, but as far as he knows, yeah, you know, so don't want to get ahead of myself. Kara turns down, takes the job, mm-hmm. takes the the new, you meet the nuggets. You meet yeah. uh, Hot Dog, you meet Cat, you meet Chuckles. Chuckles. <laughs> uh, I did not know this, but I was listening to Battlestar Galactica cast. Um, Hot Dog is actually... And almost, he's Edward J. Almost's son. 
What? In real life. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. For a little, cool little <laughs> fun fact there for wow. you. Wow. Yeah. Um, so you, you meet these characters that will last, they will last through mm-hmm. the show. Not the entirety of the show, but they will have a role later. Yeah. Oh, God, I probably just spoiled everything. Mm-hmm. You don't know which one's not going to make it, though. Um, so she takes them out, mm-hmm. and how does it go? Uh, it's Some of them have flight experience. So these, that's why these are the first round of, of ones that she's training. They, mm-hmm. have, they have a little bit of flight experience, mm-hmm. so they know how to fly at least um so she takes them out and she puts them in the cockpit and she immediately fails them yes um she's like super hard on them yes yeah, so like they can't cut it and I, at one point one of the pilots is like you can't blame us it's the first day and she's like you're done yeah you're done, um, <laughs> you're done. <laughs> so she immediately goes she tells lee she's like fail them they're done um give me the next batch mm-hmm. and he's like the next batch hasn't even been in a cockpit they don't even know how to yeah, fly yeah, like yeah, at yeah. all yeah and she's like i don't care they're done yeah um but this is all because she just doesn't want to she risk. Can't, yeah, she can't her guilt. Yeah, she can't do that. She can't um, pass them. Um, she doesn't. I guess she doesn't want to train them. In, in reality, she doesn't. She doesn't want that responsibility. Yeah. Um, so she'd rather her. fail them than Put pa- them out pass there. them and pass be them. wrong, mm-hmm. like she was before. Right. Um, and so there wouldn't be an issue, except Lee knows this. Mm-hmm. So when she washes them out, and Lee goes to talk to his dad about it. Mm-hmm. He's like, Hey, I think she washed them out because she she's guilty guilt. about Zach. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what, what do you mean? Mm-hmm. Why would she be guilty about what she did for Zach? And Lee's like, Oh my God, I thought you said you talked to her, mm-hmm. you know, cause it was just a miscommunication. But all of a sudden the thing that the secret that start Starbuck had mm-hmm. Lee accidentally puts out there to the person that she probably didn't want finding out yeah. ever. And so then, and so Lee doesn't say anything. He's like, you should talk to Kara. He you pulls a sun ask. card. And it yeah. was a really powerful moment mm-hmm. where Adama wants the answer. And he's like, Captain. And like Lee turns around. He's like, Dad, you, you need, need to talk to, talk to her to herself. Mm-hmm. And it was just cool to see how these two, some people don't like it. But I, I love the shifts, how they go between military superior subordinate mm-hmm. to dad's son. And, you know, they navigate that relationship. And it's a really, really cool moment where he's yeah. just like, no, Dad, you don't want, no, mm-hmm. go talk to yourself. Um, so he does, he pulls her in Mm -hmm. for this really very intense intense scene. Mm -hmm. God. And I'm, I, I, my notes here is it starts off with her saying, I love you like a daughter. Mm -hmm. Tell me what, you know, what I want to know to the last thing he says to her at the end of the conversation is walk out of this cabin while you still can. Yes. I, I was taking notes on the episode. But once that scene started, I just had to watch because it's so powerful. Mm-hmm. And that is a kudo to Edward James almost. He's a great renowned actor, but also super kudos to Katie Sackhoff, who yeah. went into this moment mm-hmm. with this huge actor and they delivered that amazing performance. I We can't do it justice. I'm not even going to try. Just during that, he draws it out of her and she confesses to him the fact that she passed Zach when she shouldn't have, and mm-hmm. she didn't want to do it because she was in love with him and she didn't want to disappoint him. Yeah. And Adama, he just ends with do your job, mm-hmm. go train these pilots, do your job and walk out of this cabin while you still can. So, yeah. you know, it's very, very intense. It's a mixture of mm-hmm. business, mm-hmm. but you know, he's hurt and he's extremely disappointed. So she takes him back out there and again, and she's mm-hmm. training them and you could tell she's committed. She's like, you know what? You know, I'm going to be the best flight instructor, personal feelings aside. These are going to be my pilots. And these I'm going to be my pilots. I'm, I'm training train them, them, you know, because mm-hmm. she's now challenged by wanting to regain the trust and respect of this father figure in her life. Um, 
And so Cylons show up. A little patrol shows up of eight Cylon mm-hmm. raiders. And she's all, she's out there with with the three bunch of nuggets. The yeah. three the three um, cat mm-hmm. hot dog and chuckles. Yeah, yeah. Those she's out there with them them um, doing a training exercise when these they show up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so they turn to run. You know, they right. try to run. But well, she a... tells them she's like, we need to go like yeah. go back to um, Galactica, um, land in Galactica or whatever. Um, and so. Uh, Galactica notices that the the um, the Cylons have showed up, so they're like send the alert fighters. Well, mm-hmm. they send the alert fighters, but they're two minutes out. Mm-hmm. Um, so Care is trying to get the the noobs. They're not going to make it back. Um, no, they're not but she it. knows that they're not going to make it, so mm-hmm. she tells them to go back, and she turns her. Um, she goes yeah, one, she on, one on eight, and she's like, "I'll, I'll do it." One you know, on rolling. eight, you know. Um, and she so does it. Yeah, she starts flying out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but as soon as that happens, Hot Dog is immediately like. Let's do this. Yeah. She turns around yep. too um, and goes after her. And she's like, no, you told you to go back. And he's like, well, you said to never leave, leave your leader. Yeah. Um, so they all go after her. Yep. And so Hot Dog goes to help her. He really doesn't do too much. I think he gets one. But Starbuck takes out like seven other Cylons. Yeah. And the last one that she shoots down actually breaks and hits her ship. And then that's where you realize why she's crashing. Right. So. They're above this, looks like a gaseous planet where the whole dogfight happens. Mm-hmm. And it's really cool. The graphics hold up. Mm-hmm. The show is so cool. Yeah. 15 years, 16 years later, the graphics still hold up really, really well. Mm-hmm. Um, really great dogfight. Starbuck gets hit by some of the wreckage of the last Cylon that she shot down. Mm-hmm. And then she goes yeah, and so descends into this planet. She's crashing into the planet along with the, the Cylon, too. Because yeah. the Cylon ship is... Is crashing into the planet, and then she's starting to crash into the mm-hmm. planet too. Um, and then her radio and everything goes out, and so that's kind of how the episode ends. It's a nice little cliffhanger. They're like Starbucks. They think Starbucks has been hit, yeah, or they dead. They yeah, don't even they, know. They think she's dead because her transponder's not working. It immediately goes out, and usually the, when that happens, it's because your ship up. has been blown up. So mm-hmm. they think she's all dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And. So yeah, then at the end this goes to be continued. Mm-hmm. That was the big major plot line. So it was a huge cliffhanger. Yeah, then you could see in that moment while the dogfight is happening, you know, Adama's in the CIC and Lee's looking at Adama like he's like, does he know? Did he talk to her? You know. Meanwhile, Adama's wearing this guilt, knowing that Starbucks single-handedly charged into eight Cylons because of the guilt that he put on her. Mm-hmm. You know, like. She's trying to prove herself to him. And so he's feeling this guilt of maybe being a little too harsh in that moment, mm-hmm. you know, and not embracing her, not showing her love, you know, and when she's, they're both obviously hurting. Um, so he feels guilty for why she goes off and rushes at these eight Cylons. Yeah. Meanwhile, Lee's watching him like, what's going on? He can see the anguish. Like, mm-hmm. is that okay? Does he know why she's out here doing this? Yeah. And so it's this triad between mm-hmm. the three of them of these intense guilt yeah. and feelings and emotions. And it's on that, that the to be continued flashes at the bottom. Which yep. We know as a viewer that Starbuck is descending to the planet. Mm-hmm. The Galactica has no idea dead. what mm-hmm. happened. And so that sets up the next episode coming. Right. So that was the big major storyline. There were two other ones that kind of, they nodded at you get a, you see Hilo and uh, Sharon mm-hmm. on New, um, Caprica again mm-hmm. they find this bunker following the colonial transponder and there's mm-hmm. food and stuff in there so they're still alive they're yeah. still surviving however you see another six on Caprica kind of walking past so they know that they're there yeah like, the Cylons the know, Cylons know that, that the two that they're there colonial but they're, pilots you, you kind of 
realize the story. Like they're they're following them intentionally because yes. they're trying to see what happens with this yes. with this connection between the two of them. Yes. So the they they could end them any moment. Mm-hmm. But they're not. They're watching them. They're watching. So you're kind of like, wait, what's going on? They're Why studying are they watching them? So basically. this kind of like little, kind of underlying storyline that's kind of tying things together. It's mm-hmm. kind of growing, kind of building. The tension's kind of building. Mm-hmm. Um, you got a little bit more insight into President Roslin's situation. She mm-hmm. finally gets to meet with Doc Cottle. Mm-hmm. Um, I think when they showed Hilo and Sharon on Caprica, it said 16 days. 14. That, 14 days. 14 days. Mm-hmm. That Hilo has been on. Caprica. Caprica. Mm-hmm. So it's been only two weeks since the Cylons attacked. So finally, two weeks have gone by, and the President Roslin has been able to finally get to talk to Doc Hoddle, mm-hmm. you know, check up on her cancer. And she's like, um, he's recommending, he's like, yeah, you're, we can't operate. We it's can do, mm-hmm. we do radiation. And she's like, no, I've seen what radiation does to people. I want to try some alternative medicine. And so she says she wants to try this Kamala extract. And you don't think anything of it when you hear it in this moment Mm -hmm. you just think oh my god alternative medicine and that's the same reaction that doc hoddle has he's like he's like oh you're one of those you're one of those (laughs) um but that Mm -hmm. route she takes with her treatment and trying to get her get her life back and her her health back there's a story there has huge implications Mm -hmm. down the road so uh what do you think about the episode uh it was very intense um very Mm -hmm. very intense Mm -hmm. um i like uh, well, Starbucks one of my favorite characters, so I always enjoy the episodes that she's kind of the main storyline of. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, I like the intensity of it. I like the fact that you saw this dynamic between Adama and and her, mm-hmm. um, because that really develops throughout the whole series. Um, and how he has this this is my daughter, you know, about yes. um, about her. Um, and so I really like watching that development. And, and seeing that because like I said, Starbucks, one of my favorite characters. So I, I, I really enjoy, yeah, sure. I really enjoyed yeah. those episodes with her. Um, Cause I, all in all, I think she's a great actress too. I mean, she really captures um, the intense moments a lot better than, you know, some of the other uh, characters. So I mm-hmm. really like how she's able to capture that emotion. Um, and it really comes out in, in the episodes that she's in, especially like, like said this one, how intense it was. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, I liked it. Cool. It had dog fights in it. Mm-hmm. You know, like water didn't have a lot of action. Uh, um, Bastille Day didn't have a lot of action. Right. Well, it had some action, but it wasn't space battle action. Yeah. So we finally get some space battles. You know, we yeah. get some dog fights, you know, and it was really cool. And the see. Cylons come back in. I mean, yeah. you haven't really seen much of the Cylons yeah, in the last few episodes. It's slowed down quite a bit, mm-hmm. you know, so now it's starting to, okay. And Ty says it. He's like, it's only a matter of time. We Because mm-hmm. they're stuck in place kind of another thing that they mentioned is that they're still mining the water, the water. Mm-hmm. so they're stuck at this watering right. hole you know kind of vulnerable um so it's only a matter of time before the cylons would find them again and mm-hmm. reintroduce this whole element of the fleet running mm-hmm. um and it starts to pick back up it starts yeah. to increase that tempo so you get space battles again uh, again are you absolutely right i don't necessarily the flashbacks that they did with zach and all that stuff i was eh, it felt really kind of soap opera-ish to me um uh, you know i think it was just the way of of putting the story out there, you know, and like showing how intense, you know, the relationship between Starbuck and Zach. Was. I don't think it wasn't. I don't think it was even that necessary. Honestly. I think it, was. it didn't make it didn't make a di- an ounce of difference to me. His lines and what things he said to her, and I think they even repeated some scenes, some things that she said, like where she's like, "You you passed by mm-hmm. the skin of your teeth, but you passed." You know, like mm-hmm. when that line alone didn't really that scene didn't really make a difference to me um so you know it's just felt like filler just Mm -hmm. felt like fluff like 
But when you try to make the whole episode about just a dynamic of story happening between three characters, yeah. you got to really do a lot of fluff. Mm-hmm. But I think I would have preferred more meat of her and Lee and her and Adama, mm-hmm. you know, than all the flashback stuff that they did, you know. But they split it up into two episodes. <laughs> I think they maybe could have condensed it into one episode if they cut out all that fluff. But um it was a good episode, though. Uh, Katie Sackhoff is top tier. Kudos to her again, because that she—they've all brought it since day one. The miniseries, season, you know, episode one, but this one was like really so intense, man. Mm-hmm. I think she tells the story from what I understand. Battlestar Galactica. She mentions that as one of her most memorable scenes, you know, throughout the show. Like, yeah. Um, and then it was amazing. It was really, really good. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it was really good to kind of see that get some more character development some more meat um the little nods keep the tension building uh i do feel like this episode kind of unplugged you for a bit mm-hmm. you know from the overall kind of pace of things but it also dealt with like you said season one is about those day-to-day surviving mm-hmm. in space kind of like yeah. you do in the rv like what do you do with the black tank what do you do with the gray tank you mm-hmm. know when you're boondocking what do you do for power like, what do they do for water? What do they do for people, bodies, for defense when the ones that they have are no longer available? Right. So this kind of kind of keeps that kind of beat going for mm-hmm. season one. Um, it was a really good episode. I, I enjoyed it. I'm just trying not to sound like a homer. So I'm being kind of so nitpicky. I love almost every episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so hopefully you enjoyed that breakdown of season one, episode four, mm-hmm. Act of Contrition. Mm-hmm. I think the Act of Contrition that Starbuck did was going out after those eight Cylons. Mm-hmm. She is sorry. Yep. She's trying to earn back earn herself to his good mm-hmm. graces. So the Act of Contrition that she does in that moment is so momentous, mm-hmm. so powerful. Mm-hmm. And she she gets them all. She's a great pilot. She is. You know, so she proves herself in mm-hmm. that moment. and. Um, really powerful episode. Yeah. So again, hope you enjoyed that breakdown. Hopefully. And uh, definitely more coming in the future. The format might change a little bit because we're thinking about these podcasts. Mm-hmm. And as we get out here on the road, we have more and more to talk about mm-hmm. just about our lives. So we may start rethinking how we pair these two together. We may do a separate podcast mm-hmm. episode just for the breakdowns. Yeah. And, you know, it's kind of, we just don't want these to run too, too long. Mm-hmm. Um, but we do think the content is all interesting and valuable mm-hmm. to different people out there. So right. just how we package it and how we deliver it may change in the future. Yep. But uh, that's all we got for today. And we'll see you down the road. See you down the road. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, please consider liking and subscribing to our video channel and podcast. We've absolutely loved building connections with the RV community and anyone else interested in this lifestyle. So if you'd like to connect with us, please follow us on Instagram and YouTube at So Say We Travel or visit us at SoSayWeTravel.com. See you down the road.